What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. We've been together for five years, and she still hasn't met my mom's gynecologist, (laughs) the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? What's the what's the appropriate amount of time before you meet your mother-in-law's gyno? I don't know, but all I'm going to say is that you did not disappoint. <laughs> this was a tough one. This was a tough one. There was a lot of good stuff that happened on this episode. I but. know. I, I Honestly, I know we're just on episode two, but I am loving this. I'm loving this new season. I'm so excited. And if this is the highlight, I would still be happier with it than mm-hmm. I was with the other way. The other so. way never got this good. Even the boring way. Yeah, it was the boring way. The boring way. And you know what? Like, we made it fun. I still enjoyed watching it, but it wasn't it. Wasn't it. it wasn't the classic 90-day drama. So this season seems promising on the delivery. Here's the one concerning part. Yeah. We're two episodes, I know what you're going to say. We're two episodes in. We still haven't met two couples yet. I think, and I said it yesterday on our Instagram live, mm-hmm. shout out to those who were watching. <laughs> this time I woke up at two in the morning and Teresa was trying to go live. <laughs> I was like, T, T, like, you're sleeping. Don't, you're going live in your sleep right love now. Love it, love it. But what I was going to say, I, mean, I brought it up yesterday that uh, one of the couple was saying, well, you know, we're supposed to do this and that, but COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe they started shooting later or during COVID, just their circumstances weren't as good as the other couples, you or know. Or they're just kind of boring and there's or, not well, enough to fill a full season. I don't think I believe that an old rich cougar and a young man from Help Me Out. From Where is he from? Oh, you are talking about Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie is from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Ryan is from Belize. Yes, Belize. I think that must be awesome. But yeah. maybe they're either waiting to like spice it up mm-hmm. or they don't have enough content because of COVID. Yeah. So Belize it or not, maybe they're, just not, or not, maybe they're just not the most interesting couple. We'll find out. Honestly... If we if we're not gonna meet them, that said, we have our couples. I'll be fine with it. Yeah, we got enough drama, enough entertainment going For on already. Sure. Let's get into it. But first, if you guys haven't followed us on Instagram, that's where these Instagram lives are happening. Sunday night, ten o five p.m. We want you there. We got a nice group. We got a really mm-hmm. nice group. Uh, these past two lives, we see yeah. some familiar names. I wanted to say familiar faces, and we faces, picked up but- a few new faces. Yeah. I was like. Wow, like that makes me happy that someone <laughs> actually tunes in to listen to us because I, I was going to say, why would you? But at the same time, I'm really hoping that you all are listening to us and loving it. I say it all the time. If you guys have a podcast, I'll definitely listen to it. Right? For sure. So yeah, follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love and see some memes, watch our lives. You can watch them on IGTV. They're still there. They're up. All the time, as soon as... All the time. All the time. So go there and watch. Subscribe on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening this very moment. Look down at your phone and smash, smash that, that subscribe, subscribe button. button. What are you smash waiting it for? Like a oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot you did that. It's my private joke. It's what not is private. It? It's no, on no, the no. podcast. What is it? What, what is Inside it called? Joke? No, no, no. Uh, like, I have a thing. 
It's your catchphrase? It's my, it's all, yeah. like my catchphrase. We should work on a new catchphrase. You know, like I have two. I have one. You should Hello, drop everyone. that How catchphrase. is everyone doing? That's my catchphrase. Sorry, I talked over your catchphrase. <laughs> you, I can't believe you did that. I hear it all I'll the time. I'll take it personally. You also say it as if you're Carol Baskin from Tiger King. You're all, <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Well, maybe that's where it came from, but... That's my catchphrase. Number one, <laughs> hello everyone. How is everyone doing? Yeah. And then number two, smash it like it's hot. Yeah. Right? You have two right? catchphrases. I don't think I right? have any. Oh, you do. You do. What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing <laughs> That's play. That's not a catchphrase. It is. It's just a guys, lack of creative way of starting has, the show. He has a move he does when he says <sighs> that. He like makes a little... A little pistol <laughs> out of his hand. A finger gun? Like, like a finger gun. And he like shoots in the ceiling. <laughs> I never knew that's how you were interpreting it. I, yeah. I do. All I, I see is like you're shooting some sparkles and like some sprinkles oh in the gosh. air. I don't do that on the live, I don't think. I'm a little maybe animated, but I don't think I'm doing No, but you should. Finger guns. No, need- you just do one. You do like, boom. I'm going to take a photo of you and post it on our Instagram. Oh, please don't. Well, listen, <laughs> this is a, this is a audio medium, right? It's not visual. I, but I use my whole body to get, and that's get the okay. emotion. I got to get the emotion into I'm it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's your catchphrase. I don't think it's a catchphrase, but all right. Uh, it, all right. I guess what you is it? Who's to say what's a catchphrase? Exactly. I don't think smash it like it's hot is a catchphrase. It's, mm. You know, I grabbed it from a song, right? Yeah, drop it like it's hot. Yeah, drop it like it's hot. I think you should drop that catchphrase because it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hot. Guys, if you think it's not hot, let me know and I, I'll think about dropping it. All right. I I have one other catchphrase then and I'm going to say it right now. What do you say we do a little 90 day by the way? Oh, yeah. Classic, <laughs> classic. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. If you recall, a couple episodes ago, I named a few celebrities who are as passionate about 90 Day as we are. Mm-hmm. Of course, one of those celebs was Seth Rogen. Yes. Okay. I mentioned that during the election, Seth was tweeting about Nevada and how mm-hmm. the whole election was riding on Colt and Debbie. You remember that? Yep. Okay. Well, we're not the only podcast to take note of that. Some of you may be familiar with TV I Say with Ashley Ray. She is a writer for AV Club and Vice and some other publications. She has a podcast dedicated to all things television. Okay, it's TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Mm-hmm. Well, on her latest episode, a couple days ago it dropped, she had none other than Seth Rogen on. What? Along with Roxanne Gay to talk all things 90 day. Oh, wow. I won't get too much into it. I don't want to get too much into it because it's worth listening to. I don't want to spoil it. But it was just unreal to hear someone like Seth Rogen talking about 90 day the same way we do. He was talking about Paul running away in Brazil and the crew getting <laughs> robbed. They were talking about the stereotypical Russian girls that show up on every season. I mean, we know that. Everyone loves 90 and this is just the proof, you know? It's just funny. We watched Seth over Thanksgiving, I think, on Knocked Up. Oh, right yeah. Here. And to know that guy is sitting on his couch Sunday nights watching 90 Day, it made me feel a lot better about myself. Knowing well, Seth Rogen. Well, why would Rogan. you feel bad about yourself? Well, 
I mean, watching trashy TV isn't that a dream? We watch it, then we go live on Instagram and talk about it for an hour, then we podcast about it. Listen, it's our passion and our hobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. There is nothing wrong with it. So we just love it. <laughs> we do. We do. We're not alone. Definitely give a listen to the latest episode of that TV. I say with Ashley Ray with Seth Rogen. It's a good one. Okay. 90 day, by the way, number two. Shoot. Corey of Corey and Evelyn Mm -hmm. is now on people's shit list for his Amazon wish list. Wait, 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 wait. Corey has an Amazon wish list. So you're familiar with an Amazon wish list. He's hoping that someone's going to pick it up and pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. So what it is, basically, if you guys aren't familiar, anyone can do it. A lot of... C-list celebrities do it, D-list celebrities, and they put it on Instagram, as Corey did. But it's just a list with links to Amazon, and you can, as a fan, go buy your favorite celebrity something. That is so dumb. They are the ones who have more money or supposed to have more money than us. So let's talk about a couple of the things that are on his wish list, okay? Because, as I said, it's not rare for people to do, but I think some of the things he's asking for, it's a little over the top. It it goes a little too far. Is he still in Ecuador? Ecuador, yes. Right? Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is because he's asking for some standard stuff, bathing suits, flip-flops, stuff like that, right? Okay, <laughs> Which seems kind of desperate. Can you buy me a bathing suit, please? But it gets worse. He's asking for some Big ticket items. Okay. Like, can I guess? Uh, yeah. Like, items I wouldn't even ask my parents for. An for air that. fryer? No. Guys, I want to buy an air fryer. John uh, doesn't really think we need it. Okay. So, I just figured out what you're doing. You, <laughs> <laughs> you use this podcast to get what you want because you know you just say something. I want a Christmas tree and John doesn't. And give it a day. And everyone's going to start commenting on Instagram. Yeah. Get her a Christmas tree. But, okay, guys, it's not like, oh, I just want things and John's buying me. No, no, no. We get a few gift cards for holidays from, you know, family members. So we're like, oh, what should we get? So I'm trying to convince John yeah. that we need an air fryer because I think it would be a nice like, asset to our <laughs> kitchen. And by the way, some by the way about myself, I cook. All the time. You do. And I enjoy it. Six, so, six nights a week, I would say I you would cook. actually use it, you know, because I like I like to cook. But you also, just as much, want, what, a juicer or a blender or something? Oh, I would love the Ninja Foodie. We're not starting an Amazon <laughs> wish list. No, I would never do that because, you know, we, we get all the gift cards. Right. But Ninja Foodie processor slash smoothie maker slash cocktail maker. But at least be passionate about one of these, and then maybe I'll take you half seriously. I'm passionate you see one about commercial, all that. You see one commercial, I want an air fryer. You see the next commercial, you want the smoothie maker. You see the next commercial, you want oh, a no, juicer. No, no, no. Oh, that's not true. I research all that, and I already plan what I would make in those. So what would you want? Okay. No, 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 no. You get one thing, air, oh. air fryer or- You're putting me, you're putting me on spot right here. Well, on this, this is, spot. this is your chance I have a feeling people are going to weigh and say you should get 
this or that, what what do you want? Oh, that's so tough. I love margaritas, but also love crispy food. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can I take a day to decide? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll put up a poll we on are, Instagram. You know what? We are going to put up a poll and see what people <laughs> think. Okay. All right. Let's get back to Corey. Okay. Because he's asking for some ridiculous okay, things. Okay. Can I, can I have another guess? What was the first guy? Air fryer. Yeah. No. Because- eh. Okay, Ask I'm gonna skip the ninja foodie. Okay, he's not okay. asking for that. Oh, uh, you said something ridiculous. I mean, not ridiculous, but it's a lot to ask your fans to spend this type of money. Like a fancy coffee maker. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna do one, one more, more guess, and then I'm gonna let you okay. unveil a boat. No. Okay. Well, now you've kind of set these up for failure <laughs> because they're not that expensive. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. A car? No. You- these things are not twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Oh. Can you even buy a car on Amazon? Listen, you can buy anything on That's Amazon. True. Let's just let me tell you. A cocktail is- maker? No. Okay, I'm done. He you, works you at a me. bar. He doesn't need a cocktail maker. Very true. Okay. He wants one. One thing he's asking for is a. Samsung Galaxy Galaxy smartphone, $1,200. Ugh, one. Why? (laughs) Why an Android? And two, you're asking for a cell phone? Like, don't you have a cell phone? Right. Okay. Two, a Canon camera. I I was just, honestly, I was just going to say a camera. I won't get into the specifics, but again, $1,200. Ugh, Corey. Uh, An HP laptop, you know. Over a thousand dollars, Jesus, and then you know some stocking stuffers like a two hundred dollars smartwatch, three hundred dollars camera lenses. What? Who does this guy think he is? He doesn't even. He doesn't want to get a ninja foodie. <laughs> like, who do you think you are? Just asking, peep ninety day fiance fans to spend twelve hundred dollars on a camera for you. That is so. Like, why? Because his OnlyFans is not as successful as Topanka's. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's crazy to ask people to spend it. Yes. On the other hand, you just brought up Stepanka. Uh, I know. She's I, paying for uh, some people's wish list, which is nice. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say that she bought herself another $200,000 Porsche. I mean, she just got the second one. So, <sighs> but no, she she always picks up people's wish lists. And that's nice. She sends does money. I don't know how she picks who she picks. Right. But she's doing it and she was doing it for some teachers and maybe people who lost jobs during the pandemic. I don't know, but it seems like at least she's giving back. Yeah, I saw she would buy Starbucks gift cards and just put the barcode in her Instagram story yeah. and people could go. So that's cool. Yeah, I was a little turned off when I saw her posting about her $200,000 Porsche. You think she got it for the dogs? No, she has the BMW for that. She got the BMW for the dogs. But I just thought, nah, a little distasteful. We're in the midst of a pandemic. So many people have lost jobs and you're out here parading around with your second Porsche. But if she's giving back. It's literally a small house on wheels. A $200,000. Yeah. That's a solid house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea about house prices because we're not planning on buying a house anytime soon. No, we we can't even decide on an air fryer. Or foodie ninja. Exactly. Ninja foodie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, yeah, like $200,000, it's... Crazy. Just imagine that someone just like maybe a deer is going to jump in front of it. Yeah, I'm sure she has insurance. Oh. 
<laughs> I think you should have if you have a $180,000 car, but why do you... Okay, she has no family. She has two dogs. Mm-hmm. Why do you need three very posh cars? So the other thing I notice in these posts is she's always tagging Fair, oh, yeah. Fairfield Porsche, which again, I'm from Connecticut. I'm familiar with Fairfield. I don't know. Do you think they're giving her these cars? Is it advertising? Oh, not for free. Maybe they give her a deal. They must. Otherwise, why are you? But she doesn't. Them? She has only like two hundred and fifty thousand followers. That's it's a not- lot. That's a lot. But here's the here's the marketing side of things. How many of those two hundred and fifty thousand followers can afford a Porsche? So it's not really a good media buy if you, she's advertising to. I'll say middle class and below. Like my family is middle class. We don't have a poor. You can't afford a Porsche. No. So I don't know if that's the best marketing move for Fairfield a Porsche. Or maybe she used it for like OnlyFans shoots too and mm. maybe a little something extra in there. You I know? don't know. I don't want to talk about this. It's depressing me. I mean, she can do whatever she wants with her money. It's just... Don't rub it in people's faces. That's literally all you're doing by posting that is rubbing it in people's faces. Well, yes, but I was just going to say, you can post like, oh, I got a new car, but you do like 15 photo yeah. shoots and then you're going to drop the bomb that it's you got it for your dogs. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's disrespectful. Yeah, I got a BMW X5 for my dogs <laughs> and not those type of dogs, actual dogs. Oh, Jesus. Well, right. honestly... That's she's doing what she's doing because I'll tell you what, in 10 years when her boobs are basically below her knees, she won't be able to do what she's doing now. So maybe, so maybe she's she trying should to in, cash. Maybe she should invest that money then. Well, I was going to say invest it for a rainy day, invest it for a saggy day, because when everything starts to drop, mm-hmm. you don't need three luxury vehicles. You need one with something in the bank because mm-hmm. eventually her body won't pay no. for all her stuff. <laughs> no. So no. day will come. The day will come. Well, speaking of days. I think we spent a lot of time on Stepanka, so let's, let's, let's move. Let's talk about the let's show. Move. Let's talk about the show that everyone's, everyone's talking about. Yes, let's do it. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance. Just period after that name because we're talking about the original. The, the OG. Best, the OG doesn't get better than the original 90 day i love saying og i just learned very recently what what it stands for what does it stand for original original what original gangsta yeah (laughs) for a second i thought you thought og stood for original no like original no no original gangster yeah i i know i learned while we were watching succession on hbo oh great show great Great show. show sometimes you can't watch 90 day trash TV, you know, you gotta watch something a little more cultured. Exactly. Anyway, that's for another day. Today is about 90 day. It's about, oh man, Brandon and Julia. Let's start with our lovebirds. Yeah. So Brandon's still got to go to the airport, got to pick up Julia, who's coming from Russia, but he can't do it alone. Mama's boy can't pick up his fiance alone. You got to go with your mama and your dad. Got to go with Betty and Ron. So they're heading to D.C. They're grabbing Julia. Betty is psyched about this. 
So is Ron. They are so pumped. Ron cannot stop smiling. I, I cannot stop. I love it. Oh, yes. I was going to say, and my apologies, I do not know who posted, but I saw one meme account was resharing another memes account post. Yes. Basically saying, oh, and then I saw Larissa actually shared it, saying that Larissa, thank to Larissa, all these guys yes. picking up girls at the airports I saw are, that too. are bringing flowers, which is very true. I said it to you as we were watching the show. I said, well, at least Brandon learned his lesson because we saw what happened with when you don't bring flowers to the airport, you uh, you don't get a makeout session. Like Brandon got. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Let's n- let's not skip ahead, but that was out of control. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, basically they got to the airport. Ron is parking the car. Betty is with Brandon getting the flowers. Ron caught up with him and then <laughs> they're waiting. Yeah. Excited. Betty's and so excited. So excited. Betty's so- I don't know. If, do we know if Brandon's an only child? He is. No, okay. no, no, no. no. Ron has three other right, right, kids right. who but are Betty. way older. But Betty. Yes, I think he's the only child so of Betty. This is this is Betty getting a daughter. This is Betty getting the daughter Listen, she always I'm wanted. I'm the only child. Yeah. Your parents weren't excited for me to join the fam? Of course they were. You thought my dad wants to kill you. Hmm. Did we tell that story? I don't know. Well, this is sort of an airport story. We can tell it if... You, you tell guys, it. If you guys have heard it, I don't know, skip ahead 60 seconds. So the first time I flew to check, uh, Teresa's dad picked this up from the airport. Doesn't speak a ton of English. I think he speaks more than he, he lets on. He understands more. So we land and he's waiting for us. Just him. He didn't come with your mom or your babichka. It was just him. It was the Christmas day in Czech. They were waiting for us, making dinner, so, food. We appear, you run to him, beautiful embrace, beautiful embrace. I kind of stroll up behind, introduce myself. He think we shake hands. I think you hugged. Maybe we hugged. You, you did like the man hug. Yeah, and you like man hug. Now, now you guys do the full hug. Actual hug, yeah. But before you just did a man hug. So man hug it out. And then, I mean, your dad's a big intimidating kind of guy mm-hmm. i mean he's almost i would say he's as tall as me mm-hmm. close to it yeah he is a presence so first of all you're meeting your at this time girlfriend's father for the first time girlfriend just because i asked you about yeah. it am i right and then on top of it he's he's intimidating he's you know he's intimidating so we're walking. He's talking to you, obviously. You haven't seen him in a year or something. I'm, I was translating. You were translating. I'm kind of just hanging in the back. I think I offered to take your luggage because mm-hmm. I wanted to look like a good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I think your dad actually took it. Yeah. We get lost going to the parking garage. Mm-hmm. So now things are starting to get a little stressful. We finally find the car. Then... We get lost trying to leave the parking garage. Your dad got confused or something, didn't know where to pay for the ticket to leave. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is not going great. Nobody's really talking to me. Teresa's dad doesn't seem thrilled that she brought an American home with her. So I pile into the back seat of this car and it's December in the Czech Republic. It's cold, snowy roads. And Teresa's dad just 
guns it from the <laughs> minute we leave the parking garage till the minute we arrive. Somehow we we arrived safely at your house. He was going pedal to the metal. Oh yeah, my dad flies. And if you listened to a previous podcast, you remember the story of me getting a little too drunk on the the flight. Yeah, over. that was that flight. That was that flight. So here I am in the back seat. <laughs> These small European roads flying. It's snowy and icy. I think this guy is so pissed that there's an American sitting in his backseat. He had always imagined Aww. he always imagined his young girl, his baby girl, bringing home or not even bringing home, just being with a Czech man. But no, here's this American, and. I was terrified. I was, just, I was terrified. I always, I looked in the mirror and I saw John just like holding onto my seat because I was sitting in front of him and just like his face said it all. I was waiting for Teresa to tell her dad to slow down. I thought this was <laughs> abnormal and someone would speak up and say something, but no. So I don't think we even talked about it. I don't oh. think it came up until later in the trip we got back into the car, but this time with your mom and your grandma. And someone made a comment like, oh, like, is John prepared for your driving? Or like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit in the front seat when your Mm -hmm. dad drives or something. And that's when it hit me. Oh, your dad is just a race car driver all the time. He's a wild driver. Had nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with you. He actually really liked you, loves you now. When we got home... We all celebrated. My mom welcomed us with some shots. And I needed a drink. And some snacks. And then we were just like partying all night. And didn't you feel more welcomed? Yeah, or I, felt, actually, I felt the love. Actually welcomed. I felt the love. But so that's what I'm saying. They they were very loving. And I think they were excited to see me. Oh, they were so excited to see you. I don't know if it was your dad being, oh, John's the son I never had. But I think Betty may be thinking, Julia... Is the daughter I never had. That's what my dad said at our wedding. That's true. He's he's gaining a son. He's not losing a daughter. He's gaining a son. Very poetic. Very poetic. So back to Julia. Back to Betty. Betty is so excited. She says she has goosebumps, right? Were those her words? So excited. I have goosebumps. Oh, Betty. I'm telling you, Julia is going to teach Betty how to go-go dance before this 90 days is up. I see it. Betty's so excited. Julia's going to rub off on her. They're going to be doing go-go dances. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about Betty's and Ron's relationship. I mean, they've been together for, I hope, I think at least 27 years because that's how old Brandon is. Mm-hmm. But Ron has three other kids from his previous marriages. I mean, I don't think they're spring chickens. Ron's got to be in his mid to at least 60, 70, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but still, love love Ron and Betty. Love that couple. <laughs> so Julia runs out, and this is the embrace felt around the world. You could see Ron and Betty bubbling in the background because they were excited mm-hmm. about this passionate love affair that was taking place in front of their eyes. And literally, you could see their excited faces in between their makeup yeah. session because the camera was capturing it in a way that you can look through them every time they took a breath. Yeah. And you saw Ron's and Betty's faces. I was like, 
This is so uncomfortable and I'm not even standing there. I'm just watching this from our living room and I was getting like that uncomfortable look. I mean, feel. Brandon looks like such an innocent young boy. Oh, I think he's getting at it hard. I think I think that was that might have been his first girl. So that kissing would not stop. It was getting more and more aggressive. Oh my gosh. And Betty and Ron just staring, not sure if they were loving it or hating it. Oh, they were loving it. Yeah. Finally, Julia stops licking Brandon's face and it's like, Oh, I guess guess I should say hi to Ron and Betty. Goes over, says hello. And immediately back to Brandon to continue this makeout sesh. I mean, listen, on one hand, there is probably some sort of a love, right? There's, there's so Brandon and Betty are passion, like, if it's happy not love. to see that, right? Yeah. On the other hand, yeah, give him a few kisses, say hi to your parents, save it for the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. Boom. But I mean, now you know why Ron and Betty want them staying in separate bedrooms. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I think they know their son's a nymphomaniac, or at least Julia is. I really think he is. I think they both are. I think he's so, he was so tightly wound. He grew up in his parents' house. Now he's finally got this outlet. He's got this Russian girl. Still living in his parents' house. I know, but he's like, oh, it's a little, he can sense the freedom. He can oh, sense, yeah. he can sense adulthood. He's about to go through puberty live on TLC. Oh, yeah. That's why it's the learning Big channel. Time. So, the learning channel. The licking channel. Ooh. Anyways, Betty's like... Let's not even go there. Betty's like, we're so happy you're here. We all had goosebumps. And Ron Ron was like, goosebumps? I had an erection. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Ron is into her. I just think Ron is happy in general. He's just happy. He's so happy. He's so happy. And Betty was like, oh my God, finally it can be the four of us doing things, not just the three of us. I know. Basically. It's still sweet. It's so sweet that she's so welcoming because we've seen a lot of families that are just the opposite of that. True. can't stand the foreigner. And here's Betty saying, cool, you know, Welcome to the fam. Let's do this. Totally. Thing. I was so nervous that your parents won't accept me. Oh, they love you. They love me. They didn't even so drive that. They they follow the speed limit. That's how much they love you. But I was nervous, you know, like you're bringing home a foreign girl. Well, because you didn't say, you didn't say the thing Julia said. The first words she said when she got off the plane, when she said, I take my green card and stay here. Joke. Joking. I mean, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, not serious. Joking. She didn't even say that. She just said joke. Yeah. I take my green card and stay here. Things you don't. Oh, Julia. Things you don't want to say on national TV. Things you don't want to say in front of your boyfriend's parents. Things you just don't want to say. Things you just don't want to say, Julia. But she said it. And that's why we love the oh, show. Oh, she's so in it for the green card. Like you can see it in her eyes. Oh, yeah. So maybe for the D a little bit, but for the D, mm-hmm. did you say? Oh, for the B, for the D in the B. <laughs> I don't even know. What I'm that just means. thinking Gwen, Gwen Stefani song. What? Oh, it's like uh, the G. L. To the e. <laughs> no, oh, oh I was in like, a different one. 
She Gwen Stefani loves spellings. We, <laughs> when we were driving home from Thanksgiving, we did two things. We listened to crime mm-hmm. podcast. Shout out to our fellow crime junkies. And we listened to 90s throwback songs. Because I was driving. I was so tired. It was like 8 p.m. We had like an hour and a half. Like it was a 12 hour drive. I was like, John. We got to do something. I, we got to keep this party going. <laughs> so I found a throwbacks playlist on Spotify and a bunch of Fergie, Gwen Stefani yeah, songs. Yeah, Waterfalls. Yeah. But no, I think it's, who spells Fergie? I think it's Fergie oh, that spells. Oh, Fergie spells. You're right. But Gwen Stefani <laughs> She's spells on that, too. She's on that song. Yeah. G L. No, that's Fergie. M. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a great spelling song. And then what was the, what were you spelling? Oh, uh, it's like G to the E. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> F- no, it's like F- D to the E to the L-S-E-I-O-U-S. <laughs> <laughs> She's Get just spelling it, delicious. That's hilarious. But then Gwen Stefani spelling bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Oh yeah. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Love this, guys. This right? Is, yeah, this is how foreigners learn to spell. That's That's how I learned to spell. So, okay. Producer asks Brandon, who's the most important woman in your life now? And he can't answer. He doesn't doesn't want to upset mom. Doesn't want to upset Julia. Oh, we all know it's Betty, but doesn't want to upset anyone. Good boy. Yes. I mean, I don't know when you became the most important woman in my life. I would say before we got married, but not within the first year of our relationship. Right, you're not. You're not just immediately the most important. No, woman. but am I now? Of course, the the most. But they're not married. They're not married yet. True. So. I would say maybe when you decided to propose to me, I feel like that's a big step. That's well, basically that's like one step before marriage. That's what I'm saying. It's basically when, a marriage without the ceremony and the friends and the party. Yeah, when I knew I wanted to marry you, I would mm-hmm. say that's when I knew you were the most important woman in my life. Okay, so Brandon and the fam, they're going to a hotel. They're going to stay at a hotel. Woohoo, even Brandon and Julia got their own room. So that's exciting. And the parents are probably in the room next to them. Yeah, well, they're just going to have glasses on the walls. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're so dirty. You know, they're dirty. But Betty's scooting them along so. Hard and this it was a little too overbearing for me. I but like you can Betty. kind of figure out the way Betty. Betty is the boss lady. Oh yeah, it's it's Betty's way or the highway, mm-hmm. or at least yeah, she's not. Gonna so be she thrilled. gave them a couple of minutes, yeah, but Julia, five, five Julia minutes. asked for a little more because she wanted to bang. Well, that's good that Brandon needs more than five minutes. I guess that's positive well, for the relationship. I mean, they haven't seen each other in four months. Yeah. Probably needed like a minute, but. That's probably, well, I think Brandon takes care of business on the farm. He's got practice milking those cows. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so uh, Julia. Jesus Christ. Julia already just not vibing Betty's mm-hmm. uh, overbearingness. Yeah. I would say. So she's already starting to get irritated. So they get to their room, Julia and Brandon, and she's like, let's. Let's just make dinner really quick because I'm tired. Already kind of just over the whole thing, wanting to rush through the night. But then, oh, but then Julia sees the Capitol building out of their window mm. or or what Darcy thought was the Pentagon. Oh, Jesus. I think she said that. 
And this invigorates Julia because I think in this moment, it was like it was a movie moment where she realized looking out on Washington, D.C., on the Capitol building, I made it. I'm in America. Mm -hmm. I am in America. In the capital city of the United States. So she's like, let's party. I am one step closer to that green card. Uh Let's do this thing. So 30 minutes go by. So I guess that's how long Brandon needs. And Julie and Brandon, they come down to the restaurant. It's clearly post-coital. And Betty's just like, where you guys been? Give me the details. Paint the picture. Tell me what positions were you guys. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I can see Betty being curious about those things. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she asks Brandon later, like, hey, hey, Brandon. So, yeah. How was it? How was it? How was that first time? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty mom. I remember when Ron took me for the first time. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think we have to just like stop. He hasn't stopped smiling since. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's that's exactly why he... (laughs) He's still smiling. Betty knows what's up. So over, over Denny, uh, over Denny, over. I was literally just going to question you. Over Denny. I mean, it is Denny. Denny's just a cute way to say dinner. It's almost like Denise. Oh, yeah. We're just going to go grab some Denny and then we'll be back. Watch a movie. No. So, okay. They're at the restaurant. They're having dinner. They all cheers. Betty wants to cheers to the family, but Julia wants to cheers the good old USA. Oh, Julia, you uh, are a little transparent. I mean, how many green card comments, USA comments, America comments have you made in your first hour? I hope we're not done with that. No. Oh, no. This is going to be a theme. It's going to be a theme. Speaking of dinner, I have to tell you guys, I had some hash puppies for dinner and I'm really full. Well, you can't say hush puppies without doing for the... For our friends listening, what you always make me listen to when you say hush puppies. Every time when we get takeout from this awesome, actually healthy place, and I want a side of hush puppies, I just do. <laughs> Is there a dog in here? Wait, what? Is there a dog? But guys, if you don't know what hush puppies are, which I didn't until we moved south, living on the border with uh, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Hush puppies changed my life, and so did okra. <laughs> Just saying. Usually, Oprah changes people's lives, but <laughs> okra, okra changed yours. Okra, okra, and hush puppies. Yeah, <laughs> it's all that's all I need in life. And obviously, John, but that but comes more without so okra. That comes without saying. So over dinner, Betty brings up. The whole room situation, how Julia's going to have her own room on the farm, and Brandon's not thrilled. Brandon's a little blindsided that his mom just came out like this, broke the news before he could say anything. I honestly, yes, totally, totally blindsided Brandon, but I feel like Brandon should feel a little relieved because I feel like Betty put it out on the table and it's just there. Yeah. If Brandon was going to bring it up to her, I'm sure he's the type of a guy who's scared of Julia a little bit. Like Julia's going to be the boss lady. Oh, yeah. And he would have a hard time actually bringing it up, explaining everything. Now Julia sees, okay, well, that's the parents' parents' house. They have their own rules. We got to fly by them. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's not happy about it. Sexual she, Julia is not thrilled about this Oh, news. no. She tells Brandon he has to stand up to his parents, but it well, is the parents' house. But that's where you're saying, I think he's happy. He's off the hook that he doesn't have to break the news. Julia wants him to be a man. Julia wants him to, okay, if there is bad news, at least be the one to break it to me. I don't need your mom to tell me the bad news. Well, even, yes, true. But even if he was the one who brought up the bad news to her, she would still want him to be the man, aka standing up to his parents, which I don't think he should in this case, because at the end of the day, they live in their parents' house. Yeah. So yeah. So you can't say or do much. So Betty continues her overreach and she starts asking about children, right? Making sure they don't want kids right away. Tells them they need to take proper steps so they don't have children now. And Julia brings up that she doesn't want to, and I quote, drink medicine, which reminds me so much of you, T. We we haven't told you guys this because you've actually learned. And I think we saw Julia in an interview and she later corrected it to take medicine. But for the longest time, <laughs> Teresa used to say, um, like, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, I have things. to eat my pills. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of like my vitamins and, you know. Whatever, like headache. Birth, birth, birth control. control. Oh, Birth yes. control, Julia and Betty. See, we take it seriously. Yeah. You'd always say like, oh, I have a headache. Like, you have any pills I can eat or something? <laughs> And I was like, what are you talking about? You don't eat. Because that's the exact translation. Like in Czech, you would say, oh, I'm going to eat some pills. You do? You would Maybe use this, not. You'd use the, you would use the same verb for eat a burger as eat pills? No, you're, you're right. We okay. Don't. So she always comes up with these excuses oh. trying to make trying to make herself All right, sound This one like, was just on me. Somehow I associated pills with being eaten. Yeah. But it, when she when Julia said, I don't want to drink medicine, it brought me right back to, like, <laughs> I would say as recent as two years ago, you would probably say eat pills. Oh, three. Three years. I think I picked that picked it up pretty fast. So maybe even four years ago. Hmm. Look at you. Mm. Look at you. So the fan finishes dinner. Lovebirds, sex birds, they head back. To, sex birds. They head back to the hotel room. But Julia is pissed. She's not happy. Not happy about the drinking medicine conversation. Definitely not happy about the separate bedroom situation. Not happy about Betty calling her gynecologist. <laughs> that's literally like. Oh, that's awkward. That's it's, awkward. That's very awkward. Like one thing would be for Betty just to bring it up to her attention. Be like, hey, you know, maybe we can talk about it. Another thing is Betty already calling the doctor before Julia touched down. In the United States. Speaking of Seth Rogen and speaking of gynecologists, one of my, not one of my favorite scenes, but I just love the writing in the scene where Seth and I forget the blonde woman's name, but it's, she's the lead in Knocked Up and she goes to the gynecologist with Seth and it's the gynecologist that her sister had recommended to her. Mm -hmm. And so she gets on the, she gets on the exam table it spreads her legs so the gynecologist can do his examination. And the first thing he says is like, oh, yeah, you two are related. I think, I think that's what Oh, my God. So that's, that's what I think of when uh, I imagine Julia going to Betty's gynecologist. 
Oh, Julia would definitely be like Seth Rogen. Yeah. And it is. Wait, what do you mean Julia would be like Seth Rogen? Isn't that what you meant? No, just the fact that they're going to share a gynecologist. Oh, but they're I not. thought you were associating Julia with Seth Rogen's role. No, no. Have you seen the movie Knocked Up? Literally watched it two weeks ago with you. Uh, yeah, you, I don't know what your takeaway was from that movie. but Also, there was the time that I, I was drinking by the fire, fire every night and passed out an hour later. So You'd wake up just in time for forensic files. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the blonde, it's Kit, Catherine Hegel. Catherine Hegel. 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 Catherine Hegel. Yeah, How do you know it's right. Heigl, not Hegel? Because I've heard people pronounce her name who know how to say it. Ugh. Yeah, Catherine Heigl. I heard she's not great to work with. I heard that she's a little biatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. So Julia's pissed. Don't know if Brandon's going to get round two. Don't know oh, if he's going to get gonna lucky Oh, he's not going to get again. any rounds. No, no. So they just go back to the hotel room. And Julia's not happy. So we got a situation on our hands. Mm-hmm. And Julia wants Brandon to fix this situation. And I I don't know if he can. He doesn't look like someone who's He can all, but she also needs to understand a few things. And it comes back to many other foreigners who came to you as the America you see on TV isn't the America you actually get, right? Not everyone is Beverly Hills 90210. Not everyone is the Kardashians, right? Actually, n- no one is the Kardashians. And not that many people live in houses like on the 90210. I don't think that's Julia's issue, though. I don't think Yara. Oh, oh not yet. No, but Yara. But I feel like it's not yes. even like about the money. Well, it is about money, but it's just the idea. You picture America, you picture New York, you picture LA, you picture big houses, big cities, nannies, you picture butlers, you picture pools. Yes. You don't picture farms that look like Ukraine. I know, but that's, again, that's not her issue. Oh, but we're going to get there. But she's already got issues even before that. The <laughs> issues are that she's got to sleep in a separate bedroom. She's got to go see her mother-in-law's gynecologist. There's a lot of other issues besides the fact oh, that there's sure. not Rodeo Drive in like, Virginia. She doesn't understand the fact that, oh, they cannot just move out and do their own thing because Brandon spent right. a ton of money on her, getting her to America, yada, 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 right? Fair she enough. doesn't get that. Fair enough. All right. Let's, let's move on to our next couple. Mike and Natalie. Natalia. So... <laughs> Mike and Bo Jangles, the uncle cousin, because that's a thing. Yes, it's a thing, apparently. But I think, <laughs> so, okay, I don't even know what I think. But Michael says, oh, my uncle Bo, my uncle Bo, who's actually my cousin? And yeah. then Bo says, oh, I'm always going to stand by my nephew. <laughs> so, Can someone whip out the family tree? Because I'm confused. I literally am very confused. I don't know if you want to touch a base on this topic a little bit, but you told me something interesting about Uncle Bojangles. Yeah, what did I tell you? You told me that apparently he's not as sweet as we think, but... Oh, I don't he, ever think we said he was sweet. Oh, he's like the Ameri- said he was American hilarious. sweetheart. Look, guys, if you don't know, it's all over the internet because... Someone needed to make it known that he's had some run-ins with the law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of them was a domestic violence charge, which is not to be taken lightly. 
But listen, I don't think he's a sweetheart, but I think everyone deserves a second chance. And I think he's getting it. Yeah. So that's all. I mean, again, I don't think he is a stand-up guy or a quality guy or a even I won't even know if he, I don't know if he's a decent person. I just know he is entertainment. But and, you don't know if that he isn't. Like we cannot judge someone. Right. There just were a lot based of charges on TV. There were a lot of charges that got dropped. So that's all I'll say mm. about that. There were some that were not. But again, second chances, people. Right? Let's let's all. It's the holiday. It's the holidays. Let's think and positivity and give people second chances. Oh, for sure. And you know. If if Mike thinks he's, you know, all good and giving him the second chance, giving him place to live and a job, that's all good. The only thing I will say is maybe Natalie is aware of this and that's why she doesn't want to live in the house with him. Mm, I was thinking that. Which is fair. Which but, is fair. oh well, Bojangles, the uncle, the cousin, <sighs> the American with subtitles. Yes, I <laughs> am obsessed with the fact that Bojangles, BJ, has subtitles because only only the foreigners get subtitles on this show. Okay, I don't want to sound rude and I also don't want to get too deep into this. Here we go. Do you think it's because, one, his accent is too heavy? Two, yep. because he has some speech issues? No. Three, he's missing some teeth? Yes, I think. <laughs> yes, no, yes, is what I would say. Okay, it's the heavy accent and the missing teeth. Yes, okay. which the missing teeth can lead to a speech impediment, I would say. I was going to say speech impediment, but I didn't yeah. know how to pronounce the impediment. <laughs> you didn't want to sound like you had a speech impediment when you said speech impediment. Are you impediment. saying impediment? Impediment. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. Eh, not the time to discuss. Okay. So. Moving on. Mike and Bo Jangles, they're getting the house ready for Natalie. Mm-hmm. But since Natalie wasn't comfortable with BJ hanging around, he's got to go to his brother's house for the time being. He's being emotional. It was emotional. And Mike tells Bo, hopefully it's only for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can come back and live in the barn <laughs> like an absolute animal. Well, listen, we got married at the barn. Barns can be fixed. Do you think Mike's barn is that Oh, nice? our wedding barn was fabulous, guys, by the way. Think, I don't think I'm I don't saying, think Bo's barn is going to be that nice. No, but it can be fixed. Like, sure, sure. I don't think he's going to sleep on a hay. Hey, who knows? Hey. <laughs> so they're packing up Bojangles' wardrobe, and his entire wardrobe consists of, like, two leather jackets and a <laughs> chest protector. <laughs> Like, I didn't even know what it did, is. Did, did Bojangles rob Rebecca and Zied or so? Like, why? The only thing he has is two leather jackets. I mean, I have two leather jackets. Yeah. And How so many does do Bo. you have? You, have? you have more in common with Bo. Oh, I do. Than, I have leather shirts. I have leather pants. Yes. And now we live in Florida, so. Can't wear it. Yep. It's not leather weather in Florida. It's not. I love it. Yes. I love it. I miss leather weather. That's a tough one for you to say. Oh, that's why I slow down. Okay. So cut to Kiev or Kiev, I think. Kiev. Well, I think Natalie said Kiev. Well, Natalie says a lot of things. It's yeah. Kiev. <laughs> I'm glad. Tell Natalie how to pronounce her city. <laughs> so Natalie and her mom, they're loading up the car, getting ready to head off to the airport for Natalie to come to America. And this is where 
she reintroduces herself and her story with Mike. She says how she was thinking of breaking things off because things weren't going so well. But then she got her visa approved and YOLO. I'm I'm going to America because I got a yeah. visa. Not because I got love in my heart, but because I got a visa. Well, you remember on the last season they were featured, she basically said she didn't love him. Right. She took off the engagement. Yeah, and she said she's not in love with him or she doesn't love him. I forgot the way she phrased it, but long story short, why are you coming or moving across the world, literally, to be with someone or to marry someone you don't love? Honestly, Natalie is, what, 35 years old? Yeah. She's apparently lived with her mom her entire life. It seemed like it. She mentioned something like that. So maybe this is just, hey, here's here's an opportunity. I like this guy. Maybe I love him. Maybe I could grow to love him. But I like him enough to leave my mom's apartment and go see the world. That It could be as simple as that. Yes. So... On the way to the airport, you can tell she's with her mom. Her mom is sad that she's leaving, but also happy for her. Mom likes Mike. Mom likes Mike more oh, than mom Natalie. Mom loves Mike. Mom loves Mike more than Natalie does. So mom thinks everything is going to be fine. She's super optimistic. She's probably never seen this show before. No one should be this optimistic. I'm Sending sure your she daughter. did, but maybe she thinks she'll get better life in America. Plus... She thinks her and I can make it work. She thinks they can be happy together, have kids, go to church. Right. The funniest was last season when Mike would go be <laughs> with Natalie's mom. It just so reminded me of when I'd be with your Babichka. And Babichka's just so sweet, pinching my cheeks, just loving, not even mm. knowing really the dynamic between me and you, what's happening, how much we love each other or don't, or if we just got in a fight or not. Just so happy that I was there. Mm-hmm. That's Natalie's mom. Just so happy Mike was there. Because I think she was or she is genuinely happy for them. And she saw them as, you know, some a couple who can make it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see if they do. So Natalie gets to the airport with more luggage than Paul when he heads to Brazil. Classic. <laughs> I do like that she brought her snowboard, though. Mm-hmm. Shows maybe... I'm going to have a little fun while I'm in America. It's not just business. It's not just go there and get the green card. Let's have a little fun. No, but I think like that's like the, from what I can remember, very personal item that someone's bringing. Almost like, oh, it's not just one luggage and let's Mm. see what happens. It's like, I'm bringing everything with me. That's a really good point. Right. She's not bringing her overnight bag. She's, She's planning on moving to America. Oh, yeah. So, all right, Mike's cruising to the airport to pick up Natalie. He calls his mom on the phone just looking for some words of encouragement, some words of support. And look, it seems like the families are more optimistic than Mike and Natalie themselves. Because I think Mike's mom is like, this can work. Like, you know, I feel good about it. It's, it's going to be okay. Like, I believe in you guys. And then we got Mike and Natalie. Not so sure. So the family is definitely more optimistic. Them than the actual couple. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, and yeah. I was going to say, Mike, shout out to Mike getting flowers. The wrong colored flowers. Oh, Mike, how could you? So many people learn from Colt's mistake. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> everyone or, actually acknowledges Colt's mistake and everyone gets flowers. Or 
Imagine if this was the case. The producers now just provide flowers to these poor men because they're like, listen, Colt didn't get Larissa flowers. We didn't hear the end of it for seasons. Mm -hmm. So I know you didn't get flowers, but here, we got some for you. Just give these to your foreigner. I promise it's going to make everything better. Also, they sell them at the airport. I think Colt was just cheap. Yeah, and clueless. There are vending machines for flowers in Las Vegas. Been there, seen that. I thought you were going to say been there, done that. I was no. like, who'd you buy flowers Been there, from? seen that. Yeah, but you got to get the right color, guys. If you're going to get flowers, don't get purple ones, I guess. What Even flowers would you would you give me? I think I would get you a cactus. You know me so well. Yeah, I would definitely not get you purple flowers. No, I hate purple. T doesn't like flowers in general so no, i love cactuses usually stick to cactus or cactuses or cacti or cacti didn't exactly. we go try to buy cactus one day and we were like <laughs> hi hi nice garden person um we're looking for your cactuses and i think we said cactuses and she was like oh you mean cactus yes all of our cactus are right this way but and apparently cactuses, it's, it's, it's real words. Yeah, she made me feel real stupid. Like I didn't know that the plural of cactus was cactus. No, I, it's cacti or cactuses. Well, then we should go back and tell her she was wrong. We should go and tell the hoe. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so, all right. They load into Mike's truck. Mike got a super nice hotel in Seattle. Oh, super, super nice. But... Why kick out Bojangles if you're not even going to stay at the house? Let the guy, let the poor guy stay another night or two if you're not going to be there. Very true. So they get to this hotel in Seattle. Natalie, not thrilled because she's worried about Mike's debt. But I guess Mike's been able to pay it down over the past several months. I'm curious how much money he paid down because he had over $30,000 yeah. in debt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but he's willing to spend big on this hotel room. Although, listen, I don't want to sound too posh, but $500 for that hotel room seems like a pretty good deal. I've yeah. stayed I've stayed in a lot worse hotel rooms mm -hmm. for 4 or $500. That's so true. He hit the jackpot. Also, production probably helped. They probably are going to plug or did plug and I missed it that hotel. So they probably got like some special rate. Oh, they rate. for sure got a deal. I think all these people, every time there is a hotel and it's featured, they get a deal. Yeah, that hotel was nicer than Jovi's apartment. I'll say that. I think if Yara walked into that hotel, she wouldn't have reacted the same way she did. I mean, that she, hotel room was nicer than every apartment ever featured night and day. It was a penthouse. It, it looked like a Las Vegas penthouse, mm -hmm. but in Seattle. So like a cool hip Las Vegas penthouse has such a vibe mm -hmm. on the water. Very, I kind of want to stay there. Yes, very like Seattle-ish, Oregon-ish, yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Seattle's not in Oregon, but I know it's right next to it. Yes. So Mike breaks out the champagne. Time to celebrate, right? Natalie made it to America. Mm -hmm. Cheers to let the journey begin. Nice little toast. I'm very curious about the relationship and how it's going to evolve. I think we're going to get a lot of drama. Well, we know, I think we know how it ends, judging by 
how the season opened. And we sort of get these teases of Natalie in tears saying her visa expired and she has to go back home. Yeah. Well, (laughs) but I feel like sometimes DLC tends to scare us. Yeah. And then it actually isn't as bad as it looks. Yeah. You know, so let's not skip ahead. Let's Let's not. Let's not try to predict the future. Yeah, let's not live in the future. Let's live right now. Live right now, exactly. And right now, knock, knock, room service. Because this is living. Mike is big pimping right now. So they get their room service. They sit down for dinner. Natalie raises her toast to the greatest man. Is mm. You've never toasted me as the greatest man. It was really sweet. It was maybe, a nice, maybe it's coming. It was a nice it was Because a nice I toast. always toast to us. You do. It's not. You don't just make it about me. You make it about us. You always make that's it about a couple, us. That's what a couple does. You toast, exactly. you toast to the couple. That's exactly, if you are a couple, you toast to both of you. But they looked so happy, so you Unless know. it's your birthday. Oh, that's true. You cheers to your birthday. But look, I just don't think this is going to last. They're too happy right now. The only There's only one right place Right now, they're basically never happy. There's only one place for them to go, and that's down. Down, and so Bojangles can move back in, but... <laughs> Bring back Bo. Yeah, like... Let- Third chances. Third chances. Let's just fix up the bar and let him live there. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Tariq and Hazel because there is uh, a lot okay. to unpack here. I, I'm still very confused. So, guys, if I say something that's not true, my apologies yeah. in advance because I watched it. I watched it again. I Googled it, and I'm still confused. (laughs) Yeah, when a bicycle turns into a tricycle, it's kind of hard to follow. I literally, I I got so, so lost, but let's talk about it. Maybe you have a little better understanding of this wild relationship. So it opens up with Tariq in the booth, ready to make some magic, because, yup, he's a self-proclaimed excellent rapper. We got to remember his rap proposal to Hazel on the past season. So he's in the booth rapping and over the soothing sounds of whatever he was recording, he starts reminding us of his story, how Mm. he loves to work out. He loves to travel. He loves to play with swords. He's got, he's got a damn bod. He got a what bod? Damn. A damn bod? Yeah, like damn body because he loves to work out and I'm just quoting him. He said damn Mm -hmm. or dank? I'm sure he said damn. Doesn't make any sense. Like, I got this damn bod. Oh, yeah. He was trying to show off his 46-year-old bod, I yeah, remember. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so I've heard of a dad bod. I don't know about a damn bod. Damn. I guess. So he's apparently been to Thailand many times, and he loves Asian culture. Wait, did we notice about his passion about Thailand that I feel he like, like yeah. meditates, he gets all the swords, he cuts veggies with it, he cooks Thai food? I, I liked the fact that he, he was being resourceful using his sword. I mean, when all of your knives are in the dishwasher, you use your <laughs> samurai sword to cut veggies. Very true. I have to say the opening, he's like... A, a self-proclaimed rapper. I'm like, okay, basic. Yeah. Oh, he has damn bod. I'm like, even still more basic. I'm still literally like, you're too basic, you're too basic. And then he brings up Thailand and how he feels about a culture. And I'm like, and you got interesting. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he loves he loves Thailand. Been many times he went on an Asian dating service because he loves the culture so many times. And that's how he came across Hazel from the Philippines, who he has coined the Asian Angelina Jolie. Ooh. Is Angelina Jolie bisexual? I have no idea. I don't know. So we take a stroll down memory lane. We see them meeting for the first time, sleeping with the barrier between them for the first time because they couldn't touch each other. And just basically thinking about all that, thinking about a proposal where Tariq was the only excited person about a proposal. Yeah. Who was carrying the speaker on the beach, rapping a little, proposing, being excited that Hazel actually said yes. Hazel was going to be his runaway girl. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want you to be my runaway girl. Looking back first, I was like, man, and I remember it. I was like, man, this chick just wants to go to America and she wants to take his money, live live the nice life. Now I'm like, man, this girl just wants to get to America to find a girlfriend. Right, right. Like, Didn't literally. see that. Didn't see that coming. Well, Tariq even said, I saw her living situation in the Philippines and I wanted to get her to America so she'd have a better life. Yeah, but you don't just, it's not like, oh, I have known feelings for her, but let me give her a better life. Like. You want he wanted to build a relationship with her. Right. I don't think she was that into him, and I still don't think she is. But again, we'll find out. He wanted to get her a better life. She just wanted to get a wife. She just wanted to get a better wife. Yeah. <laughs> See right? what I'm saying? Right. So, all right. Cut the present day. It's a few weeks before Hazel's arrival, and this is where I'm pretty sure Tariq coined his own power couple name, Tarzel. Because he I has, miss that. He has a necklace. He was putting on a necklace that oh, said Tarzel, oh. which has to be half Tariq, half Hazel, you Tarzel. S- you see, I I saw the necklace. I just didn't get Tarzel. Tarzel. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, Tariq. The power couple name. Oh, Tariq with a damn bod. So Tariq FaceTimes Hazel and she says she's happy to be coming to the States, but sad to leave young Harry. Okay. Remember, she has a son who lives with his dad in the not greatest of conditions. So the plan is to eventually get Harry Mm -hmm. to come to the States. And let's not forget that Tariq has a daughter Mm -hmm. who's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. I think she has autism, but Tariq seemed to be very involved with her and he has the majority of the custody of her. So he does have- very sweet. He does have a dad bod then. Oh, he has a dad bod, not a damn bod. (laughs) Don't know what that is. So- (laughs) Okay, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Tariq comes out with the bomb, the bombshell, breaking news. Wait, wait, was it when he was with Kia? No, he's telling this to the camera. I think he's telling this to the camera. Then then he explains himself to Kia. So we first learn, he says, a little while ago, Hazel told him she was bisexual. So now... Hazel's on FaceTime, right? He he kind of just says this off the cuff, off the cuff. Yeah, Hazel told me she was bisexual. Cut back to them FaceTiming, and she's like, "So you got some places around you I can go troll for women? Like you got women around there the Wait. type the type of women that I like? Are there hot women in this city?" She did she say all all that? Ninety one percent of it. She yeah, said I, I, she she said. 
are there hot women in this city, the type that I like? And I sort of made up the part about her going to beaches and trolling yeah, them, because but I think I, that's going to happen. I recall Tariq talking about hot women in Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. where he is from. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, she Hazel mentioned something about hot, hot ladies, and I think that's how this whole conversation about the bisexuality and other women started. Yeah, he was trying to entice his girlfriend to come to Virginia by saying, yeah, there's other hot women here for you. Come on, there's, yeah, there's the women you like. There's the women you, just all I have to say is slow down with that power couple name because Tarzel is going to need to add. Oh, yeah. There's going to have to be a third part because Hazel is ready for a third, for another partner. Yesterday on our Instagram live, I mentioned it, and now I'm pretty sure that the time before I mentioned it on the podcast about how popular it is, or I'm not saying it's that popular, but I read an article about people who decided to live life as three instead of two, as a tricycle, right? Yeah. And apparently it works for some people, right? That's what they say. I like, to, I like to see the long-term studies on I that. I know. But it's funny that I literally mentioned this a few episodes ago or a few Instagram, Instagram lives ago, and now Tariq is actually talking about it, and I did not know about this before. I don't know if we're going to see a tricycle in action on this season. I think they may just focus on the two of them, but I, man, oh, do I oh. hope so. Do I hope so. Wouldn't because that be that'll awesome? be something never seen before. Two foreigners and one Tariq. We've seen a lot of mother, son, and foreigner, but we have not seen a lot of American with two foreigners, or even that just an American with, with two women. Yeah, I would but love to see. Again, that. I don't think it can, as you said, work long term because there is this one thing called jealousy. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you are a couple. I think it's human two nature people. to pick favorites too. So I don't see how you could be with two people and not have a favorite. And if you have a favorite, you're going to spend more time with that person. You're going to show more attention to that person. Very true. Yeah. And eventually one of the wheels is going to fall off. For sure. And you're going to be a bicycle. So it's a new day <laughs> and Tariq's headed to the beach to meet his friend Kia. This is where we meet Kia. Mm-hmm. And they start talking about Hazel and how Tariq's a little nervous, but... Okay, I'm beyond that. I'm all in on this now, even though he has questioned her character in the past. And this is another bombshell, I think, that we learned. So, mm-hmm. we, so we've learned already in this, in this episode, she's bisexual. Mm-hmm. She is looking for a woman mm-hmm. in Virginia. And now we learn this. They had a falling out a little while ago after Hazel took a pregnancy test because... It came out that she was pregnant, okay? So this is where it got confusing to me. And I'm actually going to let you speak because I want to know what you think. But okay. did she take the pregnancy test after Tariq visited her in the Philippines? Or did they think, oh, she was cheating with no. someone? So here's how I understand okay. it. They Tell were, me. They, they were together. Mm-hmm. They did the deed. They took a pregnancy test. She was pregnant, okay, Mm -hmm. with his child. Then, I don't know if he stuck around or if he left, but she then later, about a week later, took another pregnancy test. It was negative. Mm -hmm. So, what Tariq thought was that she 
without consulting him, he thought she terminated the pregnancy without discussing it. With oh, Tariq. my God. So you literally understood this yeah. completely differently than I have. It's basically he thinks they were about to have a child and she took it into her own hands to terminate the pregnancy without telling him or asking him. And now he's pissed, of course, because that's my child that you're terminating without right, consulting. Let me. me tell you how I understood this segment. I don't think there's a reason for you to oh, tell us. Oh, no, if it's there not is that. because it's very different. Okay. Right. So pregnancy scares, right? Hazel and Tariq were together. He went back to the U.S., Hazel took a test, pregnant, right? Yeah. Took another one, pregnant. Tariq freaked out and told her that, you know what? She's just doing this on purpose. She got pregnant on purpose without telling me. So, you know, I can really bring her to America. They t- can take care of her, right? Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what? This is not what I want to do. Bye. And meanwhile, he got on another dating site and met Minty. Okay. You're not completely following the storyline as far as I understand. Like, <laughs> At this far as I was confused. Right. So go with what I said. Okay. And guys listening, correct us if we're wrong or if one of us is right. But I'm pretty sure he thought she terminated the pregnancy without oh. without his knowing. He gets pissed. Yes, he goes on this dating site because he goes, it's time for me to find another woman. I'm no longer having a relationship with Hazel, who is going to go and do these things behind my back, this is when he meets Minty, right? Mm-hmm. So he's talking to Minty. Minty's from Thailand. But after a little bit of chit-chat, Tariq starts to feel guilty. He starts to feel guilty that I ditched Hazel and I'm talking to Minty. So he tells Hazel, right? He tells Hazel, I met this woman and she says, listen, I have some news too. I went to the clinic and I have proof basically that I did not abort this baby. Uh, They told me that my cycle was just off. In fact, I was never pregnant. Mm -hmm. I never got pregnant. I never aborted a baby. My cycle was just off. I remember this part. So now Tariq's like, oh, okay, well, now I'm not mad at you anymore, but I still have, I still have this side chick or not even a side (laughs) chick. It's just the main chick of my life right now, Minty. So what do I do? Let me show you a picture of Minty. So Hazel, check out this picture of Minty. And Hazel's like, damn, that Minty's fresh, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so Hazel's like, I want myself some of that Minty and that is how Tariq learned Hazel was bisexual. Mm. After showing Hazel Minty's picture and seeing her reaction, Tariq goes, oh, oh, you're in, you're into that. Okay. Man, I seriously did not get this. You got to go back and watch because this was a wild ride. So, okay, follow me here. Okay. All three of them met in the Philippines. Yes, I got okay. that. Everything was working out for a couple days, right? But on day three, Hazel ended it thinking, as we said, Minty was more into Tariq than her. Mm -hmm, Hazel Mm -hmm. Hazel got jealous. 
That's what happens. I've never been a part of a tricycle. I but hope not. All I'm saying is that's what happens. And so Hazel put an end to it. But because the story has to keep going, <laughs> Tariq reached out to Minty to check in on her during COVID to be like, oh, I heard COVID's getting bad and you're part of the world. How are you? So he goes behind Hazel's back to check in on Minty. And now Tariq is scared to tell Hazel that he reached out to her. Scared it's going to screw everything up and that she's not going to come to the States. But Hazel wasn't mad at Tariq. She was mad at Minty for not being into her. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, that's true. She didn't really want to be, she would be happy on a bicycle with Minty. It's not like, oh, oh, Tariq cheated on me and Tariq... It was Tariq's idea through the tricycle. No, she was literally mad at Minty was more into Tariq than right. her. <laughs> right. That's a fantastic point. So we're going to see. We know she comes to America. Is she going to find love with Tariq or with somebody else? I mean, the, I would love this. I would be like, oh, my God, yes. Like, please do it. Find a girlfriend and try to do the tricycle life. I want to watch it. I love it. The yeah. only reason why I'm like... Man, this is really F F U C K E D up. Now you're biting your tongue? Well, that's a little harsh. Okay. I mean saying a yeah, hoe. A little messed up. Well, it's a little messed up. Saying saying a hoe, it's not that bad as the F word, okay. right? A little messed up. Tariq has a girl, a little girl who uh, lives with him yeah. most of the time. Yeah. How I he would have to explain this foreign chick in the house to her. Right? right, who's way younger than him and well, doesn't speak English properly, right? How do you explain two chicks? Hannah liked having those papas. Oh, those papas, and how you explain those mamas and Tariq. <laughs> those papa, those those mamas and un papa? Something like that. So Tres. I think he has to be very careful because there is a child involved. Yeah. And I'm always all for the fun. I'm all for the drama. But. Tricycles are hard to ride. I'll say that. For sure. But do you know what most men end up riding on 90 Day Fiance? Just a regular bicycle? No. Unicycles. They end up by themselves. You know who the perfect example is? Is David. Who actually Rides a unicycle. Oh, you mean Dave, David, <laughs> David, and David, and he oh, actually rides a unicycle. <laughs> hundreds of Ukraine, Ukrainian, Ukrainian girls. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's talked to every girl in this season. I'm sure he's watching it now. I was like, damn, did I talk to Yara? Right. Like, do I know Yara? Right, can I get a refund? If you're gonna be with that Jovi guy, can I get a refund? <laughs> All right. You want to talk about Rebecca and Ziad? Yes, a little oh, bit, oh a little God. bit more of a normal circumstance here. Just a man and a woman, and their faces on every single item they own. I mean, come on, guys. This is one of those things where I say, and I've said it before with Cole and Debbie. I've said it before with Larissa and adding e to the end of words. People on Ninety Day who have been on for a season. See what resonates with the crowd. They say, oh, my God, everyone loves how I add E to culty. Mm-hmm. And they love how it's kind of sexual between me and my mom in the case of Colt and Debbie. I think Rebecca saw how everyone went nuts when Ziad had a picture of her on True. his shirt. And they go, 
oh, let's just lean into this. Let's well, just put our faces on everything. But the yes, but I only think the reason why I don't think that's true is I just simply think they love doing it. Oh, I do too, but I don't think it's just because they want to do it. I oh, think I it's think it because is. I think it's because they know it gets a reaction from the 90-day crowd. Even, so I think even if it didn't get any reaction, they would still be doing it. Maybe, but not to the extent. That's you all I'm going to say because I last love- season, last season it was not this much. It was not this much. It was a lot. It was a little bit. It was Rebecca not- had Rebecca had mugs with his face. He was wearing all the shirts with her face. It was a lot. Okay. All right. Fine. But I think it's getting worse. Well, it's getting better because I think it's hilarious, but it's oh, getting out oh, of oh. hand. It's, it's getting, getting out of it's, hand. It's getting great. I love it. I love every single every second episode, of all that. Now every episode, I'm like, okay, first, first it was the shirts and the mugs. Now it's a credit card and a blanket. What's it going to be next episode? Where do I you mean, go from here? Just go to Zazzle or Personalization Mall. Is that a thing? Yes. This okay. is not an ad. It's just places I go to. Personalization Mall? Yeah. And put your face on everything. Well, I don't use it for that, but you know, I love designing and making homemade gifts for you. Yeah. That's why I go to that pl- those places. Yeah. And I see all the items you can personalize. And the easiest way to personalize something is to put a picture on it. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right. So Rebecca is headed to the gym rocking, of course, a new Zed T because they can't wear anything if they're facing. It's not just one Zed, not just two Zeds, three Zeds on two boobs. I will say the design's kind of getting better. I thought this was decent from a design standpoint, but hey. Do, weren't those like three pictures from a different angle? Just like, yeah. no, I'm you know, telling those you. like selfies like right. red. I mean, right, I was going to say left, right, straight. It's as if they planned the shirt, which I think they did. So Rebecca meets up with her old PI partner, Melanie, at the gym. And they start talking about Zied, about the immigration interview that he has coming up. And they're working out, doing some some boxing. And the trainer even goes, who's that on your shirt? And Rebecca's like, oh, it's my, it's my fiance. And you know what? When she said it, I was trying to figure out if she's proud of it or a little ashamed. She's proud. She's so proud. She's so proud. She has his face on a credit card. Come on. She's in love. She's in love with the idea of, oh, my boyfriend's young and in her mind hot. He's getting better looking. Oh, he is, but we'll get there. So even the trainer is skeptical. I'm I'm with you there. But it was a defense clause, self-defense clause. What do they What do they need to defend themselves? I mean, against? Melania is a PI. Melanie. Yes. Yeah. So you, I guess. Melania. I'm so used <laughs> what to is, saying that. What does Rebecca have to defend herself against? Like well, she used hungry, to be a hungry P- people Listen, at Joella's Chicken. She used to be a PI. She's a manager at a chicken restaurant. People are crazy and hungry. I should take a self-defense clause. We, I think we all should, honestly. Mm-hmm. So Rebecca and Melanie, they finish their workout. They start talking about Ziad. And Melanie's like, I'm still a little concerned about Ziad. You know I did that background check on him. And it said he never worked a day in his life. And so Rebecca. I also, I was going to say something. I don't think her PI server, whatever she looks things up, has all information f- about everyone 
in the world. You don't think she's got everyone from Tunisia? I don't think she's the FBI. That's what I'm going to say. No, I don't think so either. So the fact that he has no records right. in her <laughs> PI little server doesn't mean that he is sketchy. It just means that you need to update your PI server. Well, Rebecca just says all of his jobs were cash jobs, which is probably true. Yeah. Even though Mel- now I'm saying Melania. Melanie isn't <laughs> isn't buying it. And she just doesn't want Rebecca to be screwed over again, which I get. She was screwed over by her ex. Big and time. And big time. Every single time I see the photo of them or hear the story, I want to slap Rebecca in the face. Oh my gosh. This, this so is why obvious. this is why Rebecca needs a self-defense class because you're gonna go there and slap her in the face. I'm literally gonna go order a bucket of chicken and like slap her in the face. Why? Rebecca's sweet and nice. She is, but she has to that's the thing, like she looks like a badass with the tattoos and she has like decent personality and then she gets all mushy over this young foreign man and it's just girl. She's in love. Give her a break. Give her give her ninety days. Oh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But Melanie kind of agrees with you. She she thinks Rebecca's got blinders on and so just says, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes out for the red flags. Let's and hope things work out better. Especially Rebecca is still paying off her ex. She's still yeah. paying money. She spent on him, on the divorce. She's still getting over what happened to her emotionally, right? Now, she literally is in the same position. She has a young friend man without any work experience, without a work permit, coming to the United States. She will have to take care of him. She will be responsible for him. He's getting better and better looking, but because she's getting <laughs> older and older. Right. What, right. Like, the funny thing oh is you're going to be able to lay their clothing out from the entire history of their relationship and just see the progression of how much better Zied got and how much worse... Rebecca again. It's not worse, but maybe she stopped using filters. It goes from right. extremely filtered to Just let ma- me be real. Imagine if, and this is very likely, for a Georgian like Rebecca, shout out to Georgia, our friendly neighbors to the north. Just in Rebecca's backyard, all of her laundry hanging out on the clothesline. <laughs> and it's just a timeline of Ziad's transformation from not to I'm not going to say hot because that's not the way I go, but he's definitely getting better looking. He is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Rebecca, did you see her blanket? Oh, yeah. a giant picture of them with the filters. At least it's the two of them. No, at least be real. Like, take a regular picture. All right, real question. Say you have a blanket of of yourselves. Mm -hmm. Do you sleep under yourself or do you sleep under... Your partner. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> right? I would want to sleep under you. Yeah. It's almost like you're cuddling with that person. Yeah. But if you sleep under yourself, it's it's almost like that's your spot. Like you sleep under your area. So it's very confusing. I would like to see how this plays out. That's what I'm tuning in for. I Who think- sleeps where? Yeah, that's a really great question. Thank you. <laughs> also, those blankets are creepy. Oh, 
the whole thing's creepy. Let's 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 talk creepy. Let's <laughs> let's talk Rebecca going to GameStop or some store like that. Oh she, my god. She wants to buy a video game console since Zed's going to be stuck at home, which is sweet looking out for him, giving him something to do. I said it on the live, I still stand by it. I think Zed's going to turn into Pedro. Just, oh no, 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 he's going to turn into Luis. Luis, yes, at least shout Pedro out. is still with Chantel. So Okay, it gets so awkward. Rebecca starts telling the sales girl about how her son used to play video games. Oh, yeah, my son used to have a video console. He played these games. My well, son is 25 years old. Right, and the, and the sales associate's like, cool, so you're getting your son another console. And Rebecca's like, well, this isn't for my son. It's for my fiancé, who's basically the same age. And the sales associate's like, you can see in her face, she's like, this is incredible. Tell she, me more. Tell me everything. She does not know what to say. She, yeah, I She's just, just know like everything. staring at her like, uh, okay. So Rebecca, okay. Rebecca finds a gaming console, goes to pay for it, and this is where my life changed. I literally was standing at the TV yeah. questioning John why in the world he still has the Bank of America logo on his debit card. <laughs> Yeah, so for you guys that don't know what we're talking about, I'm sure you do. Rebecca whips out her credit card, and there is Debit a... Debit card. Does it matter? There is a photo of Zied on this card. I could not believe that. This has gone too far. This has gone too far. I have nothing else to say about I, 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 <laughs> I'm I speechless. I'm literally speechless about this. I'm I didn't speechless. think you could do it. I didn't know you could do it. I knew you could have put your favorite sports team on it. I didn't know you could put... Your lover's face on your credit card. I would love to put my favorite movie on my debit card. I could see a Jurassic Park credit card. Oh, you just you just told everyone what my favorite movie was. I think you're proud of it. I'm very proud of we it. We talked on the live about all the movies you watch when I'm gone. That's very true. So Jurassic Park. Yeah. So there is a debit or credit card with Zed's face on it somewhere. Unbelievable. And that was the highlight of <laughs> of the of my life. Of everything. So it's 2 a.m. in America, but in Tunisia, it's time for Ziad to go to his interview. So this is this is when Rebecca gets in bed with that blanket, sends him a good luck message. And all of a sudden, fast forward, Rebecca gets a FaceTime from Ziad, who says, went through this process. They questioned me. They took my passport, but they didn't tell me if I got the visa yet. Yes, that's very true. But did you see how he said it? He logged into the taste FaceTime and said, hey. Mm-hmm. Not like, hi, love. Like, hi, hi my love. Hi, succeed. I thought he sexy. was trying to do one of those, like, bait and switches. Like, I'm going to pretend I have bad news, but then tell you the good news. And he just never you gave any You still don't news. say, hey. Hey is so impersonal. I literally say when people say hey to me. Well, I think he was probably a little defeated coming out of that interview with zero answers, zero passport. But you don't say, hey. What do you say? If you're hello. If you're bummed. No, he was bummed. Okay, put yourself Put yourself into his hello. shoes. Hello. Hello. Well, he's not American. You're, you're very Americanized now. No, but you say at least like, hey, love, or something. You like, you add some sugar on top of the sadness. Okay. All right. Well, you know? Sure. You don't want to serve the bitter coffee. You want to add some sugar for mama. Jeez. 
But yeah, basically he just says there's no answers yet. They took his passport and it's going to take some time. Hopefully we find okay. out soon. I'm going to tell you one thing. The fact that they took the, his passport literally means he's going to get it. Because they're going to give him a new passport? No, they're going to put the visa in your passport. That's what uh. happens every single time I went to the embassy in Czech requesting or renewing my visa. You go there with a prepaid envelope. You pay yourself. And if you get approved, you leave your passport with the envelope there. They put a visa in and they ship it back to your home, but you're paying for everything. Well, you know TLC is not going to tell the whole story. They want to create drama. But I am telling everyone. Well, I thought they took his passport because they were like, you're you're not going anywhere, sir. Like, don't try to get to America before we can tell you. Oh, no, they could not do it. They cannot take your passport. And if he's denied, he would be denied. They would not take his passport if they wanted mm-hmm. to deny him. Interesting. Interesting. They're a little inside scoop. You are welcome, little, world. little inside scoop from the foreigner. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to talk about our last couple? Last but not least. Definitely not least. Definitely not least. We're talking about... Javi and Posh Yara. Wannabe Posh Yara. She needs to dye her roots. Yeah, I don't know what her vibe is. Someone put a meme out there, the Ukrainian woman starter pack, and yeah, she's that to a T. Her hair looks like my hair a month ago when I didn't go to the hair salon because of COVID. She's got quarantine hair, even though she's not in quarantine. So Jovi and Yara, they're in the car headed to Jovi's new apartment that, let's remind you all, he got. He upgraded his living situation because he knew Yara was coming and he wanted to flex on her a little and bit. And it looks like a nice apartment in a nice, nice. nice building. Did you see the hallways? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, nice. The whole thing looked very nice. So It's too small for Yara. Of course, the minute Yara walks in. Why is it so small? This is like for me living alone. Really, Yara, show us the place you live. I'm telling in. you, like, you look at her and her backpack and all her fancy stuff. She wasn't doing makeup in Ukraine. Well, that. Or maybe she was doing makeup, but that was not the only thing she was doing. Those could also be fake. I don't always trust when people wear the Gucci or the Chanel's. Like, that could be That's very knock- true. That could be knockoff stuff. She looks like a girl who would have knockoff stuff. But where do you even buy knockoff stuff? I mean, in New York, I could find it on every corner. So I'm sure in big cities in Europe, they must have that too, no? I guess, yeah. There are some like markets. If you go to Prague, you don't think you could find I don't know where. I don't wear fake stuff, but. I know. I only wear what I can afford. I'll put it this way. The only fake thing I ever had, I got in New York when I was like 12, when my parents and I went down to the city and I got Folkleys. I got fake Oakleys because <laughs> Oakleys were the coolest thing back in like middle school and they were $200 sunglasses. So I got Folkleys for like $9 on the corner. Yeah, no, I know there are some black markets in Chicago. I've never been to one, but I know people who go and yeah. get all the fakies. So that could be, that could be yard. That's true. Okay. So she she's just not thrilled with Jovi's living situation, even though if she's ever watched 90 Day Fiance, she should know this is probably one of the nicest apartments. She should literally be like, yes, girl. Yes, I win. I win 90 Day Fiance. This place is livable. But no, complaint after complaint after complaint. It does need an upgrade. And Ciara said it will be okay once she fixes the apartment up. It doesn't Which, need an upgrade. Oh, no, but 
I think she means need something pink and fluffy and sparkly, oh. aka Darcy. Oh. And maybe, maybe actually glass is made of glass. This, this Not is... Not Jovi's plastic champagne glasses, as Yara pointed out. This is the type of girl that gives Ukrainian women a bad name. This is the stereotypical bad Ukrainian girl. And here we go, playing into it on TLC. If we're learning one thing on the Learning Channel, it's that this is how Ukrainian women act. So far, yes, but let's not throw her under her bus just yet. It's the second episode. Right, that's very true. It looks like it, but let's not give her away. That's very true. So they get to the apartment. Yara shits on it. Jovi, Jovi's like, well, we're let's, in it. That that toilet is not good enough. She would she wouldn't even rest her bike on that apartment, or right. whatever whatever you're saying. Right? Is. No, right. let's not even get into that. So Jovi wants to make it a nice warm welcome, breaks out the champagne, and wants to drink a little bit. And Yara's like, can we just go to sleep already? Like seriously, can we just go to sleep? And I don't think it's the good good. I don't think it's the jiggy jiggy. I hate that I just said jiggy jiggy. Oh my gosh. I hate that. Let's just, everyone forget I said that. I don't think they're going to bang. I think she literally wants to go to sleep. Oh yeah. Well, And dream about a nicer apartment. She was on a flight for like 30 hours. So, okay. I, I think we talked about it before. One, I understand. Two, if I arrived somewhere, I was excited. I would probably want to like have fun. No, you're tired. Day. You're tired. Or you can power through that. And that's what Jovi was saying. He was like, my buds are at the bar. Let's go for an hour. And she's like, nah, let's go to sleep. So they go to sleep. And the next day, Yara is yelling at Jovi once again. As Jovi said, she has not stopped complaining since she got here. That's what Jovi said. She's not stopped complaining since she got here. So. Well. It is, and he said it also, it's very different to travel around the world with someone mm-hmm. and l- actually live with someone. So what do you think about this? She gets to his apartment and basically within 24 hours takes it over, starts ripping through his closet, rearranging things. Do you kind of think even though, sure, you're engaged or whatever you want to call it, don't you still think you you need a little time before you start taking over somebody else's apartment. Yeah, I would def I would never do that. Like not the first night or the second or the first morning. So like oh, real quick, when we moved together, Jen and I, we were looking well, John moved to a new apartment. I helped him move, but we, we it wasn't the time for us to move together yet. John lived there for a year and after a year we decided, okay, it's the time. We've been together for a year and a half. Let's look for a new place, right? We're looking, looking, looking. Realized his place was just awesome. Awesome location. We both loved the apartment. So I moved into his apartment. Bought, you know, brought my clothes, brought my stuff, bought a few furniture. But I feel like I still, at the first, at least the first couple of days, treated it very carefully. Yeah, it was... It was still in your mind, my apartment. Yes. And and then, you know, I got used to it and there was my apartment too, but... It takes a minute or two. Yes. And I basically lived there before. I don't even know why I was still paying for my place, but I never treated it like, oh, this is this is my place. It took a while. Right. As I think it should. So yeah. Yara disagrees with us. She's in Jovi's closet ripping through it. Jovi comes in. He's got... 
He's got something in his hand. It's a can in a koozie. I can't tell what he's drinking. I'm assuming it's alcohol. If I had to deal with Yara, it would definitely be alcohol. So- I mean, it's New Orleans. I feel like New Orleans is like Nashville. That's true. It's probably even worse. It's 10 a.m. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, Jovi tears Yara away from reorganizing his closet, and they hit the town, right? Bourbon Street, baby. Bourbon Street. It's time to party, and we're going to have a good time. It's your first day in America, and they get to Bourbon Street, and Yara's first comment is, it smells bad. It smells like pee. Okay, go back to Ukraine, honestly. Can you... Just let loose for one second. It's your first time in America. You're with your guy. You're on Bourbon Street. You can drink in public. Stop complaining. She basically said that Europe might be, well, her Europe might be poorer, Yeah, but it's nicer. She started to whine like a valley girl. I don't know if you picked this up. She has an accent. I don't know what it is. A valley girl? Mm-hmm. Well, allow me to explain. Within 24 hours of being in America, she's like, Bourbon Street is so dirty. Like, I don't even know how people go there. It's like, you've been in America for 24 hours and you're talking like every valley gotcha. girl. Right? I don't know how she picked it up. This this is not Yara's American dream. This is not the American dream for her. Meanwhile, New Orleans might be one of the coolest cities all these foreigners on yeah. 90 days moved to. Yeah, seriously. Imagine, like, and I don't want to shit on, oh my gosh, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. But that's a very different America. Let's, let's recap for one second. Because we have Yara and Jovi. Jovi, a young man around Yara's age who's pretty decent looking, Mm -hmm. who lives in a cool city in a very nice apartment Mm -hmm. with a great job and Yara is still still complaining. Right? Because I think Yara is one of the people who just complain to complain. Oh, she totally is. And if there is nothing to complain about, she would probably complain about there is nothing (laughs) to complain about. Yeah, I, I... just can't take people like this. I yeah. always try to look on the bright side. I always try to say, I'm doing better. You know, I'm so fortunate. It could be worse. And here's Yara in a pretty good situation, and shitting on everything. Very every- cool. Si- I've never been shitting on everything. But we want to go. New Orleans sounds awesome. And we will go. And we'll, we'll be happy. And we'll ha- We'll be happy if it smells. It's fine. We'll if- get just a little more drunk, and we'll deal with it. Exactly. So. Then Joby springs something on Yara because if things couldn't get worse for her, they're about to. Tomorrow they have to go see Joby's mom and not just go see Joby's mom. They got to stay at her house. They got to stay at mom's house and Yara is not into this. And if you know anything about Yara, if you know anything about young Yara, she never does something that she don't want to do. Yes, because it's uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> she's fine going to see mom. I'll go say hi, but I'm not staying there. I mean, look at Julia. She has to stay there and live there in a different room. Yara, you yeah. got pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yara needs to get her act together. That's all I'm going to say. 
So Plus, far, there is I'm... nothing wrong with visiting the parents. You can have a few drinks without drinking and driving. I mean, what's wrong with that? That's that whole glass half full looking on the bright side, which Yara doesn't know how to do. Very true. Right now, I am so team Jovi. Sorry, Yara. Mm-hmm. I don't... I, I am team Jovi, too. I don't see them lasting. And I don't care if they do and if they don't because I don't I don't feel the love Unless Yara kind of gets a little more chill. She just needs to chill. She needs to chill. She needs to take the southern chill pill and some hush puppies. <laughs> telling you, girlfriend, just eat those puppies. So that's Jovi and Yara. Again, we didn't still have not met Stephanie and Ryan. I seriously was expecting to meet all the couples on I turned this I turned episode. to T about 25 minutes in and said, "Well, this isn't good. We're we're two and a half hours in now into this eighth season and still haven't met two couples." And then I turned to her an hour in and said, "Wow. We're 3 hours into this new season haven't met the couples." I was still being hopeful. And then the show ended and I'm like, <laughs> "We are two episodes in and still haven't met two couples." That's very true. I don't know what's going on. I know we talked about it at the top of the show. I just don't think they're that interesting. If they were that interesting, they would introduce us. They would hook us. They would say, meet these couples. You're going to love them. You're not going to want to miss them. And then they would play out. If they were that good, they would not save them. I guess they you're would, right. You, when you're trying to hook someone on a TV show, you give them the best first. I think you are right, as right. I said Thank earlier. You. Thank you for agreeing. Making great points today. All right. And I have to say, thanks for clarifying that crazy, crazy Tariq story. Yeah, Tarzel. Tarzel was a tough one to follow. I literally can't believe that I, the way I understood this story is so different that I don't even know how that happened. That's why we do this together, because, you know, we see things differently sometimes, but at the end of the day, we settle on the truth. What really happened, we figured that's, it out together. That's the power of being a couple. That's the power. We got the power. All right, guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't, I'm not even going to list off where you could subscribe. Wherever you're listening right now, you're listening somewhere. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it's hot. And make sure you follow. This is, I demand this of you. I actually demand this right now. Follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love because we're having fun over there. And the reason I demand it is because I want to have fun with you. I think Teresa wants to have fun with you. I always want to have fun. We were chatting with each other. We're doing Sunday Night Lives. It's a big party. It is a big party on the Instagram mm -hmm. at 90 Day Crazy in Love. So I'm not demanding it of you as. Fine, I'll do it, you know. But I think you're going to enjoy it if you do it. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all. I, I hope you will enjoy it, but give if it you a shot. Don't, if you don't, you can always unfollow us. Well, don't do that. But if you don't, <laughs> let us know what bothered you. Let us know what was so terrible and we may or may not change it. It depends what it is. And that is a, is a nice segue into please leave us a review if you have not mm -hmm. left us a review. Um, five stars are always welcome, but honestly, we want real feedback. We don't want five stars for five star sakes. We want you to tell us what you truly think about this podcast, because we're being honest with you guys at home. We want you to be honest with us. 
Exactly. I have nothing else to, nothing else to add today. I don't have anything else to add either. That's we've gone we've gone a long time. This is my head is spinning. This is I know I can still see you're confused about Tarzel. Literally, but, my head is spinning. My stomach is full of hush puppies. Yeah, it's time to lay down. I think it's time to lay down. All right, that's all I got to say. Anything else for you? I think all I'm gonna say is until next week. Until next week. All right, we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.